Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Dust World. Barrett's my brother. I have a question. Hello, I'm a little small child. The copy by. Are you behind that? Yeah, he tried to stop me. It didn't last. Who created it first? I don't know. It was part of this building's defense mechanisms. And so you just come into this building you don't fully understand. We need to get you out of here. You could be in serious trouble. This is technology that is beyond your comprehension. In the last moments before Barrett Love evaporated before your very eyes, Wedge managed to reach into his storage dimension and pull out Wade, the sentient sword. There's a theory that if you're a high enough level dustbender, you can shift down to the molecular level. That's clearly what just happened. Gage pulls out the wad of wanted posters. As he flips through them, one person catches his eye. His name is Tetsuya. Believed dustbender, beware, armed and dangerous. 
Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigon or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together. Play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane, a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth. Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharpshooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. Gage's turn. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and take down the laser grid. Okay, how are you going to do that? I'm just literally going to take... Uh... Well, I guess here's here's my question. Uh, can I take like a little bit of sand and just like short circuit them? Sure. For a fifteen, I'll give it to you. I don't know if I could roll a fifteen. Uh, do I see any kind of? Is there any kind of control switches anywhere in the room or in the area? There is a console, <laughs> a technical console on the wall, but you have zero ability with technology. Yes, I realize that. Okay, just just so. so. I'm gonna turn to uh, Wedge and be like. So, as an I'm sorry, could you please get these lasers down so I can retrieve my sword? I'm not sorry for anything. Wedge. <laughs> don't start. Don't start. <laughs> your half, your, your crazy half-brother nearly got all of us killed. You owe all of us at least a little bit of an apology today. I don't know you crap. Push some buttons, see what happens. <laughs> I'm literally about to put a sword through him. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stop you. <laughs> Might I remind you, you gave the sword away? Stuart still has a person in him? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Walk through the lasers. Is, is that really the plan? <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm hoping to dark. trigger Clarence's concern for Stuart's safety to where he'll convince Wedge to open the freaking door for me. <laughs> I will open the stupid... Fine, I'm over here. I'm going to telekinetically. You're going in the lasers? That's no, no. <laughs> Positioning. Take a for the team. Don't worry, guys. I'll use my body to open the lasers. That is not the plan. <laughs> All right. So there has to be a mechanism within these lasers. And I can telekinetically turn off that mechanism. Uh, you probably don't know enough about technology to do something that, like, fancy. So Clarence, we have two options. Either you get wedged to open the door for me, or I said steward armor through, because there's the only two options. I have another option. It's throwing both of you through the lasers, and then <laughs> I jump through the gap in them that while well, you block the lasers for me. <laughs> and it's very tempting to <laughs> How much would it take for me to just dust bend a little bit underneath the laser and pull the sword back? Oh, uh, to just grab it with dust bending? Yes. Um... Maybe like five. Okay. I'm going to do that since everyone else on my team is just not helpful and useless at this point. Okay, so Wade's like, Wee! Ah, hello, Wade. He's like, well, that was an adventure. Man, that guy had all kind of weird stuff in that place. And it was dark and probably cold. Well, according to my sensors, it was cold. But obviously, I got no arms and legs, so I wouldn't know. I'm going to go ahead and put one of my dust blades away and just carry Wade for now because he might be helpful. And I'm going to walk over to the strong boxes and say, Wade, do you know where to open these? Wade's like, 
yeah, you just press the buttons on the boxes you want to open, and they open up. There's no codes or anything? No, you already made it in the vault. Okay. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and loot that since... Okay, what are you trying to loot? Pick one. Just, I'll go with this one. So there are various, uh, like, safety deposit boxes, and when you open them, they have different vials inside of them. Do I recognize what they are? Uh, no, they just look like some kind of liquid. You, you, okay. And they're cold to the touch, so you know, like, whatever this safety deposit machine, like, is, it's keep, has been keeping them cool for a really long time. Can I open one to sniff it? Sure. Okay. Uh, what, which ones are there? What coloring? Like, what, what ones do I have to choose from? Okay, so the box you opened, they're a light green color. A light green? Yeah, and they, they sort of buzz with energy a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just take one and sniff it real quick. Uh, do I smell anything? Um, it smells kind of lime-like. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take a taste. <laughs> nice. Really? Do it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. <laughs> Out of sheer curiosity. Are you sure? Actually, wait, wait. Hold up. I'm going to look at my gauge clone and say, here, I want you to taste this for me and tell me if it's okay. <laughs> He, he's outside. No, I've got the one to Stewart. Stewart. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, you just want him to take a sip? Yep, pretty much. Okay, He. Uh, how's he going to react? Like, is he going to want to do it? He is you, after uh, all. He's kind of looking skeptically, like, uh, dude, that, that thing looks like, yeah, no, I'm not drinking that. <laughs> Look, I made you. You have to drink it. There's no question mark on this. I don't have to do anything. I'm not arguing with myself on this one. You're taking it. Just take a sip. Jeez, stop being such a baby. You do it. No, you do it. <laughs> Love it. And at this point, I'm just going to pull out, like, I'm just going to hold weight out and be like, you're taking it. You're like, here, take it. And you're like pouring it down his throat. So he drinks it and then he starts going, ah, ah, ah. oh, just kidding. <laughs> He's like, it tastes limey, you guys. Do you feel anything? Is it like an energy drink or? Uh, he does look a little weird, but you can't tell what's happened. Does anyone, is anyone able to tell what's happening? Like can anyone see or? No. Would, would anyone know it? No? No. Um, try jumping and moving around. Do you feel any effects? Um, he's, he's like, I don't know. I somehow feel more peaceful. Well, I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and take uh, as many of those vials as I can. I'm okay. going to go ahead and just down the whole thing because it didn't seem like it bothered him. Okay. You got 17. 17 damage? 17 stamina. Wow. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys like that? That's incredible. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so this is what Gage feels as he drinks it. You can see kind of the liquid go in and it's almost like radioactive or something and you see kind of like light in his veins for a second. You feel energy rushing through your body and suddenly your like strength feels restored. Do you want to describe that to anybody? So like nobody knows your stamina has been restored. Like you guys just saw him drink this weird vial and he's like, whoo, that was good. Okay, so the moment I drink it, I'm just gonna like look at them and then 
if I can, I want to take all the dust on my like clothes and just have it explode outward as if I just imploded. And then be like, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Deal. After he drinks it, he like starts to, you can see kind of like the glowing in his veins. And you're like, uh, Gage? And then all of a sudden, boosh, the whole room fills with smoke. Like all of his dust explodes off of his cloak. And uh, and it's like all filled the room. Everybody's like coughing because it's like you're in a dust storm. Um, and then, how long are you gonna let that go on for? Uh, just like a couple of seconds. Then I'm gonna suck it all back in and okay. go. Woo! And that's great. Yeah, and then it's all back. What so are you how many of those Can I take? You can take. I'll say that there are five green vials, they do four D6 uh, stamina regeneration. Uh, Alright, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take all of them. <laughs> no, you're going to share some with the person who uses stamina a lot to help you. <laughs> hey, who had to test W? Me. I get to I get to take them. There's no question mark on that. You technically don't know what they do. You just know that he ex- like pretended to explode. But um, also the other gauge pretended to die too so it just seems like a very gauge thing to do each file has one or four charges and each charge does 1d6 so you don't have to take them all at once cool okay all right well out of the goodness of my heart i suppose i will hand one to clarence and say use this it gives a lot of energy you might be able to put steward better back together thank you okay so this tech spider is going to come Towards Gage, um, more tech spiders are folding out of the floor. So um, dust starts moving and swirling near near Gage clone, and two more beams are formed to close the opening of the vault. You notice in the vault the dust is starting to move around again. Okay. Can Gage say something real quick? Sure. Free action. Gage, Gage is going to turn to Clarence. Clarence, reach out your mind right now. Is anyone in the area? So it's not Clarence's turn. Dang it. But well, uh, the turn after. It Kevin. is Kevin's turn. Kevin did smell something weird. Did you want to tell them about it, Kevin? Sure. I smell something weird. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to know about the lightning. Lightning? Yes. Lightning. Underground. Exactly the problem. Where? Do you know where it's coming from? Okay, roll. Wow, that's a shitty roll. Yep. So, you could tell the smell came from outside of the vault. The smell came from outside of the vault. Where? I don't know. Okay, do you want to do anything else, Kevin? Go see if there's anything left to loot. (laughs) Okay. This one hasn't been looted. Okay. What's in it? Okay, you open it up. And as you open the two doors, there's like multiple safety deposit box looking things. We'll say there's like two rows of ten. Which one do you want to open? All of them! Pick one. I don't know, the first one in the line. <laughs> okay, so first one on the top right. You open it up, there is a case. So it's exactly the same as what Gage opened, except it's black. There are four vials in, in the box, and they're black vials. I pick one up, and I sniff it a little. Okay, it smells a little acidic. Uh, I'm not going to drink it. <laughs> Make the clone drink it. <laughs> but I am going to take them. 
Okay. Are you going to do anything else with it? Or just put it in your pocket? Yeah, I'm just going to put it in my pocket for now. I'll hand one to Clarence, see if he knows what it is. Is he psychic? Okay, so he grabs the vial, has that same sort of weird, like you're looking into a, a glass of water right, right. thing. You look in, and you see a laboratory. Different vials and stuff. It's sort of from the perspective of this particular vial. And you see some doctors, and they uh, they have this black glove on, and when they put the glove near the vial, the glove oozes into, like, a liquid form and then goes into the vial and then he corks it and puts it into the case. It's a glove in a bottle, I think. I don't know how that works. You should try pouring it out on the ground, one of them. A glove? A glove. Okay, I'll pour it onto my hand. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'll pour it on the ground because I'm not about to burn myself. Dang it. <laughs> okay, so you pour it onto the ground and it kind of flops out something like jello but it like spreads out pretty flat almost like a thin piece of paper it's not a glove it's not a glove and then I'll pick it up okay you reach down touch it as you do it smoothly wraps around your hand oh, oh god guys ah! <laughs> I'm kidding I'm calmly just watching from the other, like, from the other across the room, like... <laughs> it's starting to burn. Do you want to keep it on? What does it do? I don't know. Do you want to keep it on? Do it. Do it. All man mode, I guess. Man mode? <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. It, uh, it burns your skin off. Oh, nice. <laughs> As you try to pull it off, you realize that, like, that top layer of skin has been burned off underneath it. But when you, like, let go, it, like, fastens itself back on that skin. And suddenly its texture changes and it looks as if it is your fur and your skin. Hey, I think everybody should try it. Uh, just for fun, do you want to, like, try to touch anybody with it? Yes. Who are you going to touch? Gage. <laughs> are you going to let him touch you, Gage? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is he real? I already said I was kidding. Okay. No, no. Do you want to touch anything touch with it? Like you, a table. You're going to touch the table? Yeah. Okay, so when you touch the table, uh, like, let's say, like, some papers on it or something, you hear and when you remove your hand, there's, like, a burned-in handprint. Well, does that mean I can't touch anything now? <laughs> Do you want to touch anything else? Touch the... I don't know. What up, Clarence? I'm going to very lightly graze my pants. Your pants? Like, on the crotch or where? (laughs) Okay, so... You you put your hand on your pants, and the texture of the glove changes to that of your pants. And it doesn't seem to burn your pants. Okay, so... Now I'm going to touch Gage. Be like, dude, just... No, just I rolled break. a 20. I rolled a 20, man. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm, I want to touch your shirt, not you. Who would want to touch you? <sighs> um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and allow him to just grab the cloak. I'm going to, like, grab your duster and... Because my, my cloak is made of dust, so it might as well see what happens. Right. 
Okay, so when you touch his cloak, uh, the surface of the glove changes to that of dust, not the cloak. I'm going to touch the table again. Okay. Are you being aggressive towards the table? No. Okay, so you touch the table. Like, no papers? What are you touching, exactly? Just, like, the metal on the table. Okay, so you touch the table, and the surface of your glove starts to change to, like, look like the table. So, yeah. Hit something. Slaps the table. Okay, the table takes uh, acid damage. You leave a burned-in handprint. I'll be darned. What a pointless weapon. <laughs> it's okay. Whenever your lady, like, uh, Paris gets offended, you can just smack someone now. Is it impossible just to take the thing off and rip my skin off with it? <laughs> yes, totally possible. Do you, uh, you have four more. Do you want to put the others on, too? Okay. I have two of them, my friend. Who are you giving them to? Gage. Okay. <laughs> Gage just, uh, Gage just looks at them and goes <laughs> Out of the three of her Well, out of all of us You're the one more likely to go and slap somebody Yeah, I won't lie I'm probably about to dump some of it on Wade And see if I can get him to turn into an acid sword I'm gonna pull him out and be like, Wade Wait, 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 why don't you ask Wade first? <sighs> Fine Wade, do you know what this stuff is? Uh, Wade's like Oh yeah, that's chameleon armor so, how wait, 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 wait. Does that mean that I could theoretically make that go over my entire body? Uh, probably if you've got enough of it. And burn off your skin all over and your fur. I never did like being hairy. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask, wait, like, is this something that if I apply it to you, will it strengthen you and give you those same properties? He's like, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and pour one of the vials over Wade's blade so that he becomes that. Okay, so it oozes over the blade. Do you want it on the handle as well? And no, just the blade. Okay, so it oozes over... I was going to say that'd be funny. It oozes over <laughs> just the blade. The blade right. turns black. It was already black, but now it's kind of matte black instead of shiny metal black. Okay, and I'm going to take that strike... Uh, strike the table we've been looking at. Okay, so you slash and there's also like a searing sound and it leaves some scorch marks. Oh, that's awesome. Wade now does an additional 2d6 acid damage. Yes. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so 
that's all for now. I hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it. So back to the show, play on. Back to the show. Oh, you actually can do something with that crappy ass sword now. Actually, that sword is the best sword he has, just so you know. (laughs) Wait, is the best sword? Yeah, it's better than even my death sword. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna turn to Kevin and be like, you sure you want me to have the other one? I'll take back one of them, you don't need it. That's fine. So I'm gonna go and give him back the other vial. Okay. Could I, in theory, put it on a jacket on the outside and make it actually chameleon-y? Do you wanna try? And, like, become invisible? I'm asking the sword, obviously. Oh, you're asking Wade? Wade's like, yeah, it's actually made to bond with materials. So putting it on my hand. <laughs> yep, that was a pretty dumb idea. <laughs> I said pour it out on the ground. I was a good little boy. <laughs> okay, so you put it on your cloak, and uh, it starts to spread as if it's eating. Are you, wait, is your cloak on or off? Off. Okay, so it spreads. I don't want to die. It spreads over your cloak like uh, the Spider-Man symbiote, and it's like. <laughs> Until it engulfs the whole cloak. Okay, so it covers the whole poncho, and then you see it, everything is black, and then a second later it fades, and it looks like normal. I'm gonna put it on, I guess. Okay. You put it on, you're now wearing a poncho. It weighs slightly more than it did before. It's heavier. Can I do something with it? Like, lean against the wall, do I become invisible? Are you trying to do that? Yes. So you lean against the wall and the texture of the poncho, like as you're trying to be less conspicuous, the texture of the poncho absorbs the texture of the background. Cool. So basically he looks like the wall texture with a wolf head sticking out. <laughs> like well, some, obviously like, I'd have a hood on that son of a gun. Do you? Yeah. Okay, so you have a hood. So it's just the face of a wolf sticking so out. So I cover my face, can you guys see me? Uh, so it it will be uh, plus it'll be mimic plus five. Clarence. Oh. Uh, so they've all been have all those safety deposits been? No, there's a lot more safety deposits. Well, I don't care. If there's something weird going on. I want to listen in on that. Okay. Why not ask the stupid sword what's in there? Dear Sword, what's in all the safety deposit boxes? Well, according to the catalog, there are three more boxes of, I don't know, stamina up, and two more boxes of uh, chameleon armor, and it looks like mostly everything else has uh, expired. What was it before it expired? Hmm. Well, let's see. One of the boxes was an experimental radiation uh, absorbing serum. And the other ones are some sort of cryogenic compound. It might still be usable, but I'm, I'm not sure. I don't have very much data on it. I have no idea what cryogenic is. 
Ah, cryogenics is the uh, the science of freezing something but continuing to keep it in its original state. I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in hearing thoughts. Who's your thought? Oh, there you are. You hear some weird thoughts from Kevin, who's uh, excited to sneak into the ladies' locker room. Um, More than I ever need to know. <laughs> you hear uh, Gage thinking about ways he can disembowel Kevin with nobody noticing. <laughs> you hear Wedge thinking about nachos. Uh, you hear Gage's right. clone thinking about how it could kill and replace Gage. <laughs> And you also hear another uh, Gage's clone, and he's thinking about how he is going to try and survive the fact that he's surrounded by all these tech spiders, and he's wondering, what the heck sealed this door? 24. Okay, so... I perceive all. What are you trying to perceive? There's somebody's moving disgust around. So you're trying to perceive their thoughts? Yes. Okay, so... What you hear is night to be seven three. Um, archers to C twelve through fourteen. Walls and barricades to C twenty four. Can I communicate with this voice and say, "Hey, I want to play"? No, you're hearing thoughts, not. Okay, but I want to say to this thing. Okay, do I have the power to do this? Um, sure. Okay, so you don't control him, but you are able to communicate to him. Hey, I want to play. Ah, Clarence Wells, isn't it? What would be your position on the board? Well, I always overplay my queen. So you will be the queen, then. Ah, a little boy being a queen. Should I get you a wig? That's not very nice. I've seen pictures of you. I think we can have a lot in common. Um, <clears throat> Clarence finds this intriguing. Okay. Also, he, he's a big fan of So Obviously. Uh, what do you propose? Well, I think it would be interesting. I've always wanted to try this. So also, all of you guys just see Clarence staring off really, like, uh, intently. intently. At the wall. But haven't you always wondered what would happen if all of the pawns on each side got to the other side and became queens? I believe that's called science. Science? Yes. Do you play for victory or do you play for science? Hmm. I would say I play for my king. I'm but a knight. Well, you can protect your king meaninglessly. Especially when you already have all the pieces. Don't you? That is true. We have all of the pieces. Which is why you are already in checkmate. So you must be very bored. Wouldn't you like to make it interesting? Again, what do you propose? Turn off the barrier. Hmm. Why would I do that? To make it interesting. What do I get from this interest that you speak of? Huh. Everybody gets some queens. I think the world has enough queens, but we need 
are more pawns. But an army full of queens would get nothing done. So it sounds like you don't view yourself as a queen so much as a king. Hmm. Like I said, I'm a knight, but a knight for my king. You must be born to do all this drudgery. No, it is a secure place to know that you always have a place and that your skills are well rewarded, not to mention the fun of the battle and seeing every piece moving precisely as you plan. Was this a very fun battle for you? It was quite entertaining when really? I... Really? You have well skills. Well, who said the battle is over? Like I said, I have you in checkmate. Again, you notice the game is over, unless you don't really know what chess works. You said check or checkmate. Sometimes feel bad. Well, you notice that the dust on the floor starts to move again. That's not checkmate. It's just check. Very well. Check. All right. Your turn. And after that, the uh, the the link abruptly cuts. Very rude. Hmm. We need to get past the barrier. That's the only way out of check. Simple, really. Elementary. What are you talking about, Clarence? Turn off the barrier. Who cares about the stuff? We need to get going. Barrier. Off. Now. We are exactly where this thing wants us to be, so we need to leave. Well, Clarence, you're talking to the wrong guy. You're talking to the IQ of seven here. I'm talking to everybody. In this side of the um, the room, basically every uh, thing that's covered in the dust starts to grow spikes. But they're not dust spikes, they're actually made out of metal. As I said, somebody needs to... Oh my god. Barry, you need to get past. So as you can see, have you figured out why? Spikes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Wedge, it's your turn. The um, there's only two beams, but they are moving slightly. Uh, Wedge like gets in a ninja position. He like stretches back almost like a sprinter. You guys can hear the hydraulics, and his legs start to go, and then he shoots forward at about sixty miles an hour. Like does a quick flip, and then lands vertically. Like uh, with his feet on the um, vault door, the back of the vault door, so that as if he is standing on the door, and like the compression bends the door a little bit as he like res- like absorbs the compression and then flips back and lands on this side of the beams, and he feels really cool doing it. Right. And now we run this day. Uh, Wedge, <laughs> yes. So you found a um, as you were going down, you find like a cable like a panel full of cables and stuff using your x-ray vision. So he pulls the cables. The uh, It sets off a different alarm. The electrical, like the laser beams start to blink. Um, and one of them turns off, but the other one is still moving pretty fast. So Clarence, Gage, and Wedge notice that the spikes aren't actually spikes. They are little vials, and now some purple gas has started to leak out from the, the vials. 
So like the spikes like were little metal uh, containers that opened up sort of like a blooming flower and this purple gas has started to fill in the room. Do I get to control this kid now or do you? Uh, do you want to tell it to do something? Yeah, I wanted to act. Okay. Yes. So he's able to hack it. Awesome. Um, and he turns off the last laser beam. <laughs> also, there's one gauge clone left all by himself out there. So. Okay, what are you guys doing? Well, I'm going to run over and grab the last of the chameleon uh, armor vials. Okay, so there's, uh, what did I, how many cases? Does anybody remember? I think you said, I, I want to say two, but it might have been one. I think it was two cases. So there's four vials in there. Okay, I'm going to take the least. Do I have enough time to grab the uh, stamina one as well? Uh, no. Okay. The gas is starting to one. fill this side of the room, and the spikes are continuing to, like, replicate. Well, he's going, doing that. Kevin, grab the stamina. Yeah. <laughs> We're, me and Kevin are going to run away with the loot down the stairs. Okay, so uh, roll, uh, actually, both of you roll d20s. Uh, 21 total. Nice. Okay, so you're able to cap to grab both of those oh, no. cases. Plus the bonus or the actual amount of cord? The bonus. The bonus. So that's five, so... Five? Okay, and Preston, you're able to grab uh, three cases of stamina up. Okay. Um, and then, obviously, I'm going to have Steward, uh, Gage Clone Steward, follow me down as okay. well. Sure. And then as for the last guy, he's just going to make a final stand. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, yeah, Gage clone goes and starts wailing on these uh, tech spiders. All of a sudden, Gage starts feeling his energy draining because Gage clone is just out there, like, doing energy slashes left and right. <laughs> douche, douche. Uh, take, how, how much is an energy strike? Uh, depends on, like, a base one is just one level cost. Uh, what's your maximum? My maximum? Yeah. <laughs> You shouldn't have left it to Paul. I mean, he's trying to survive. You would try to survive if it was you. Yeah, but he would have just used basic sword techniques or used dust spikes and killed all of them at once. He wouldn't be dumb enough to use, like... He can't use dust strikes. He can only use Schwartz strike. Okay, well, he's got Schwartz strike, which is an AoE, which means I, I hope something dies for yeah. all of them. Uh, it's going to be a three. That's my max. Okay, so that's not very much. So uh, subtract six stamina. Gosh. So he clears out the room. Uh, you feel like a sense of accomplishment. Um, but unfortunately for him, the room is basically made of technical tech spiders. So after he clears one wave, another wave comes. Uh, you, you start to feel like a disconnection from him. Let's see. Is everybody else gone? So Clarence hears this in his mind. Very good, my queen. Maybe we will meet again after all. That's why it's check, not checkmate. Maybe next time we can play a real game. Maybe we can. Maybe. I like you. I'll enjoy doing whatever for you. So you guys are now in a small room underneath the vault. Uh, Clarence did notice that there's a way out, but he did not find it because he was in astral form. So he's searching for it. Well, are we out of combat? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, time is still going by quickly, and also the 
The smoke can still reach you. Um, okay, so Gage, uh, we'll say using uh, some of his dust, like pushes it a- across all the crevices and manages to find a weak spot in the wall where he believes, where you believe is probably some kind of secret passage. All right. Well, obviously I'm not going to keep that information myself. Over here, I think there's a passage by this door. Who wants to break it down? <laughs> well, it's like a section of wall, not door. Who's doing what? Quick. I very lightly kick it. <laughs> Nothing happens. You feel like you kicked a big piece of cement. I'm gonna, well, I've done all I can do. I'm gonna take that was so funny. And this is why we brought Kevin. <laughs> so we can have a giant rat. Alright, uh, I'm gonna x-ray. Okay, uh, your eye shorts out, but you still mm-hmm. are able to see, like, there's definitely a passage on the other side of that, like, big piece of concrete. Sweet. Can I just um, punch the concrete? No, yes. I'll punch the concrete. Whoever wants to can go. Okay, well, so, uh, would Wade's uh, acid be able to potentially melt through there and cut a hole? Mm, no, it's not a lightsaber. It's it's acid edged. <laughs> it's worth a try. It's um, concrete. It's concrete. I'll life strike it. Okay, so Wedge hits it. The the wall moves a little bit. There's like uh, some of the concrete falls off where his fist uh, hit. I'm gonna go ahead and just. Are you dissolve it, it honestly. I don't know why I'm even wasting my time. Um, I'm just going to dissolve it with Dust Shift. Okay. Now, when you got Dust Shift, what was the reason you got it? What was your, like, thought behind it? So Dust Shift originally, my thought process behind it was that uh, I wanted to be able to create items out of dust, like my swords and stuff, so to be able to make that molecular change. Okay. Uh, so, so for using it, obviously this would be kind of neat for trying to reverse engineer right. what I've done to create my swords to dissolve it. Okay, so then I'll give you a penalty because basically the way you've learned to use Dust Shift, this is not, like, it's the opposite of that. Trial by error, yeah. This is a trial by error kind of deal. 34 yeah. for target number. Gosh. This could be hard. Well, to totally disintegrate it. I want to just disintegrate a hole big enough to go through. Okay, uh, 20. Okay. Okay, so uh, so Gage, are you using the dust from your cloak? I'll use uh, the dust from my cloak to use it to break down everything in the doorway. Okay, so uh, your cloak kind of turns dusty on the bottom behind you and swirls around and then shoots forward the same way when you first tried to attack uh, uh, Barrett. And so it's like a constant stream of dust. And then it starts to spin really fast in front of you. And as you see, it's almost like watching a drill because pieces of the door are just disintegrating right off of it and swirling and joining the mass and swirling and swirling until there's a hole big enough for everyone to get through except for Stuart. But the Stuart? Well, can't we just break down Stuart? Okay. All right, well, in that case, I'm going to jump right through the door. Okay. So, uh, the smoke is still kind of coming down the stairs now. Yeah, everyone... Get inside so I can seal up the door again. Okay, so everyone's through except for Stuart. How are you guys handling that? He's got a Gage clone inside still, remember? Do you really need that clone still, Gage? 
Uh, does anybody want to hit the hole or? I guess I'll shoot it with my laser gun. Okay, you can both do it. Okay. Wedge knocks off a big chunk. It's almost big enough for Stuart. Between Wedge and Kevin, they're both like <laughs> Wedge, like <laughs> they crack open enough of the wall to uh, to fit Stuart through. Uh, Stuart Gage is like, thanks guys, I really didn't want to asphyxiate. That sounds like a terrible way to die. <laughs> Alright, is everyone through, Paul? Yeah. Okay, then I want to attempt to use dust to create a wall and seal up every crack of the doorway to uh, stop the gas from coming in. Okay. Nice. Okay, so you create a three-foot wall of dust that's like actually bonds to the concrete. So there's no physical holes anyway. Okay. All right, guys, let's keep it sealed for a little bit. We shouldn't have any problems with the gas. Okay, so you guys are now in a passageway. It's basically long winding. Nothing exciting happens. Uh, I imagine you're hastily exiting. Okay, mm -hmm. so you hastily exit. Um, Clarence, roll a uh, brain perception. Okay, so uh, as you guys are like fleeing, I imagine Clarence is just like riding on the back of Stuart or something. Uh, you kind of like go off into La La Land, and while you're hanging out in La La Land, you notice uh, a familiar face pops up in the basement, and it is Griff. And he's like, he sees a uh, Gage clone, and he like takes out a couple spiders, runs over to Gage, and he's like, Where's everybody? What happened? Did you guys get the part? Uh, him and Gage like talk for a while and he's like I'm pretty sure we didn't but I've actually been out here since the end of the battle and then all these crazy spiders coming uh, is there any way to get out of here and he has no idea he's a clone and, uh, and he's like oh yeah uh, sure why can't we go that way uh, I don't know but those things materialize and it's pretty creepy so maybe we can go a different way and they're like okay and so then they both run off in a different direction yeah and you also sense the presence of Biggs and Lee you guys, after going through the tunnels for a little more than an hour, you come out and you're in a mountain range. And when you look back, you can see the valley where the uh, where you found the skyscraper. Well, that sucked. The clone and Stuart turns to Clarence and Wedge goes, <laughs> "Copy bot." <laughs> uh, Clarence uses all of his power to slam the cop. That clone <laughs> into the mountainside. He's he's in Stuart. Are you okay with yeah, that? That's that's okay. He can he okay. can slam Stuart. Do it. Okay. So basically, he just goes mob one hundred on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, <Whoa>! what's up? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so he like puts his arm back and then like just around him, and this is the first time Wedge probably seen anything like this. Uh, the, the sand starts spinning because there's just so much telekinetic energy and it like becomes like a small light fist like right in front of his hand and then it shoots out and then it becomes like ginormous as it hits Stuart and Stuart actually travels about a mile away and you just see uh, in the side of another mountain a fist print and like a tiny little dot at the like the center of the fist print and a, a boosh of smoke and like dust and like little pieces of like uh, rocks and trees and everything that was in the way. And there's like now a fist shaped hole like all the way to where that mountain was. So like anything in between was like smashed. Oh, he's definitely dead. He only had 10 HP. Okay. Yeah, no, he's, he's deader than dead. He's like, 
a blip. <laughs> uh, also, unfortunately, Stuart is literally flattened. But uh, since I like Stuart so much, we'll say that if you go and retrieve him, you can probably get him fixed eventually. Normal gauge is going to turn to him like Clarence. One, that was pretty funny. Two, I'm not going to get that suit of armor for you again. And three, the wasteland, so calm down. <laughs> is there any, anybody else doing anything? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> How are you reacting to this? Are you just like totally like catatonic? Yeah. Okay. So. So is is Stuart finally dead? We'll say maybe for now. Is <laughs> <laughs> no one gonna pick him up? Is anybody gonna go get him? That's ah. his problem. He threw him halfway. He threw him a mile away, not us. <laughs> that was a very rash decision you you made there, young man. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we're all going to make camp here for the night, Clarence. Have fun carrying the armor back. We will sit here and watch and cheer you on from the mountain. Don't be too I'll sure I will my throw. sniper up just in case some lizards try to eat you. <laughs> this game is responsible for his copies. For his copies, <laughs> Uh, I mean, sort of. It, Wait, that was a joke, Gage? What? <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourself, Gage. <laughs> Are you going to attack Gage, too? Yes. Why does dropping planes? Oh, and suddenly the party turned on each other. All right. I walk away. I guess it probably it. wasn't sudden, but... How are you attacking him? Explain Side it to blast. us. Side blast? Okay, so then uh, roll spot, Gage, and beat 21. Also, uh, Wade is like... Holy crap, that little kid is uh, kind of crazy, guys. Uh, anybody notice just what happened? What just happened exactly? Clarence, I wasn't—I don't even know what a copy bot is fully. All I know is that you guys hate Somebody it. Somebody must my fault. You killed me. You're done. Oh, for God's sakes, take one damage. <laughs> I get like a slight migraine and just oh. look at him like, really? Why is he wearing the classification oh, of a dick? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here, have this migraine. <laughs> uh, I've been saving it for you. The next one comes with vomiting. I only put one stamina in that last attack. That was very nice of you for, for wasting your stamina. I could go ahead and just make another clone and have it fall clearance around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I won't. Well, I remember the wastelands and stuff. <laughs> and have fun getting steward by yourself. Yeah. Fine. My head hurts too much. I don't think I can concentrate enough to help you tonight. <laughs> okay, so uh, that is the end of the submerged skyscraper. Tune in next time for Clarence putting somebody in a punishment hole. Uh, again, probably. And that isn't the enemy. Wedge be an punching somebody's important. face in half and who knows what uh, <laughs> what Kevin Wolfkin will put in his mouth. <laughs> or, or Gage. No, Gage is the one you should be asking that about because I didn't put anything in I, my mouth. I guess what Kevin Wolfkin will put on his skin and what Gage will put in his mouth. Tune in next time to find out. Will they survive? Thank you for listening to the show. We also have a free gift we'd love to give you over on our Patreon page, A Monster of the Week Mystery. And if you need more gaming in your life, just check out all of the things that we have available on our Patreon. You can get there at therpgempire.com. Thanks for listening again, and remember, play on. 
This episode was edited by Liam McKenzie.